Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. What's happening? Good morning. It's a great morning. It is a great morning. Wonderful morning. Even though it's cold in a lot of places. I hosted the Make-A-Wish Foundation in Brooklyn yesterday. The annual event that they have because it's Make-A-Wish Day in Brooklyn. It was incredible. Uh, They were two of the Make-A-Wish kids that actually performed. One of them, his wish had been to perform New Year's Eve when the ball dropped, so his wish came true this year. Yo, yesterday wasn't New Year's Eve? Well, he did before. Sure he oh, did before. on New Year's Eve. Oh, yesterday. Right. And then he performed yesterday also, but that was what his wish was. Gotcha. Was um, it good? Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was. Inc- I love, like, seeing these kids that are so resilient, the things that they've had to go through, some of them. Uh, one of the, the young ladies, she actually had a, several blood transfusions from when she was young. And just to see her up there singing and performing and excited and happy to be there and intelligent. That's beautiful. And beautiful. It was a great thing to see. So anybody that can volunteer for Make-A-Wish, it is really something that feels fulfilling. Now, you know what's interesting about those kids? Those kids make you realize that it's the little things. You know what I'm saying? Like Think, about the, think about the things that they be wanting that, that make them feel so fulfilled. Right. You know what I mean? Things. I just want to perform. Anywhere, somewhere, when the ball's dropping on New Year's Eve. Yeah, so it's that was great. Thing. And the family's the going balls through a lot. Drops, not the balls. The, just one ball. Who said balls? You did. I didn't No, I did not oh. say balls. Uh-oh. You got balls on the brain this morning, sir? No, no, sir. You got balls in years? No, sir. Huh? But no, it is, sir. it's a lot on the families, too, that have to go through so much and watch their children go through a lot. So a lot of Wish Kid families were there. A lot of the volunteers were there. Uh, people that work at the organization. So shout out to Mamadides Hospital. Brookdale Hospital, where Envy was born. Mm-hmm. I was born in Mamadides in Brooklyn also. Yep. And you know what? Shout out to everybody that came out to uh, my live podcast last night. It was our 100th episode, so we did something special. Nice. We rented out Tao. Now, That's expensive. That is just crazy. <laughs> the only other person I know that rented out Tao was uh, Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys. So we rented out Tao for our 100th episode, and we only invited 100 people that listened. Y'all getting money. We had people from Chicago, Houston, Detroit, Boston, Shout out to Naima. Shout out to Remy Martin. Shout out to Diz. It was such an amazing event last night. Thank you, everybody that came out. We had so much fun. Shout out to DJ First Choice. DJ First Choice works at our station up here. People don't really know how nice he is and how busy he gets, but he's damn probably one of the hottest DJs I have ever seen and ever heard. Killed it. Okay, First Choice. Shout out to First Choice, but shout out to everybody that came out last night. Just stories. We, we did a podcast for about an hour and a half. And then we shut it down and turned it into a party. So it was just 100 people partying. We played music. We danced all night along. It was a real celebration. So, again, shout out to Remy Martin. Shout out to Naima. I mean, it was so many people that came out. and We had so much fun. 
thank you guys. 100 episodes is it's not easy to do, and we were able to do it. And if you don't know what my podcast is about, is me and my wife just talking about everything relationships, the good, the bad, things that we've been through, things that couples go through, and we just talk it out. We talk it out. We honest. You know, we talk about our F-ups. We talk about the, the great stuff, the good stuff. So shout out to everybody that came out. It was such an amazing time last night. Thank yes. you guys for riding and, with us. And this morning we are uh, celebrating a friend. That's right. Uh, her name is Amanda Seals. Amanda Seals. She has a HBO comedy special. Her I'm so first, happy for her Amanda. Her first HBO comedy special. It debuts tomorrow night at 10 p.m. on HBO. And she will be here this morning to talk about it. That's and right. And let's be clear, she's only the second black woman to ever have a comedy special on HBO. Wanda Sykes is the first 10 years ago. That is very she's true. She's only the second. And I would say one thing about Amanda Seals. She does things her way. From always, the start. Always has. From the start. When I even when I when, when we worked at Sirius together, she does things her way and if if you don't like it, she'll always keep it moving. She'll keep moving. Listen, Amanda Seals is in a quiet taste. All right? Yes, it is. He's a lover yes, yes, or you yes. hate her. But yes, she's right. a cancer, so, you know, we tend to have that effect on people. All right. Also, D-Ray Davis will be joining us. Yes. He's going to be performing in New York City all weekend, so we'll kick it with him as well. He has a comedy special on that's been on Netflix. That's pretty funny, too. All right. And he's got two wives. What? I don't, two know wives. I don't think he's married. Well, two women. Yeah. Girlfriends. Girlfriends. Right. Well, we'll talk about all that. Then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about these unpaid federal workers. Now, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross had some advice for them. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hello. 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 Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the All-Star Game 2019, the rosters have been released, and I'm confused. Why? I thought that they were going to take a captain on each side and then they were going to pick the players. That's what I thought. That they, doesn't happen they do anymore? To, they do get to pick the players. The, 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 the fans vote the starting lineup and then the captain gets to pick the rest of the team, right? From who gets voted in. But how do yeah. they have the, the conference set up already? They picked the players already? What are you talking about? That's the starting lineup. Oh, the starting lineup? Yes. Is, was, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. That's what I'm asking. Well, Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walken, uh, the Greek freak, Kyrie, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and Joel Embiid will be playing on the Eastern Conference and Western Conferences. Curry, Harden, James Durant, and Paul George. How y'all ain't vote uh, Dwayne Wade into the starting lineup of the Eastern Conference Finals when this is his last year in the league? Jesus Christ. I thought he had the votes at one point. He definitely should have been voted in. He'll probably be on the... I'm sure he'll be on the bench. Yeah. All right. Well, what else are we talking about, you? Well, let's talk about this government shutdown. When is it gonna be? When is it gonna end? We know it's already been over a month, 35 days. Well, they're saying Donald Trump has no idea how he plans to end the shutdown. He has no strategy. Now, for weeks, he's been saying the government cannot reopen until he gets money for his border wall. He's also saying that if there's a reasonable deal, that he would be open to it with the condition of a prorated down payment for the wall. They're also saying that he's preparing a draft proclamation to declare a national emergency along the southern border and then identify more than $7 billion in potential funds. So in case he has to end the government shutdown, he can't declare that it's a national emergency. He said the massive amount of, of aliens who unlawfully enter the United States each day is a direct threat to the safety and security of our nation and constitutes a national emergency. Now, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross was on CNBC's Squawk Box, Squawk Box and he had this to say about why federal workers shouldn't need to go to food banks. There are reports that there are some federal workers who are going to homeless shelters to get food. Well, I know they are, and I don't really quite understand why, because, as I mentioned before, the obligations that they would undertake, say a borrowing from a bank or a credit union, are, in effect, federally guaranteed. 
So the 30 days of pay that some people will be out, there's no real reason why they shouldn't be able to get a loan. Uh, it's called being hungry. It's called mm-hmm. living check to check. It's called not having money. So and I also, you eat. have to pay interest when you get a loan. So now I got to pay interest on a loan that I have to get because I'm not getting paid. Uh, all I know is Donald Trump. You got to wrap this up before Black History Month, right? We don't need your little government shutdown over uh, out overshadowing our little 20, 28 days that we get throughout the year. Okay? Now, Florida's Secretary of State Michael Ertel has resigned yesterday, all because some photos of him in blackface at a party nearly 15 years ago were just revealed publicly. He was at a private Halloween party in 2005, and he's in blackface wearing red lipstick, a New Orleans Saints bandana, fake breasts, and large earrings. Apparently, his costume was a Hurricane Katrina evacuee who was a woman. And now he yep. resigned once those pictures That'll do it. <laughs> I mean, he's... That'll do it. He basically said, there's nothing I can say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that even worth an apology? Whoa. Can you even apologize for that? No. Say no, you just got to just bow out gracefully yep. from that one, buddy. That's it. We'll see you next lifetime. All right, I'm Angela okay. Yee, and that's your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or maybe you had a great night and you want to spread, uh, spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Hello, who's this? This is Shanae. Hey, Shanae. Get it off your chest, mama. Uh, Yeah, I'm calling because because of the government shutdown, we were going to get a USDA loan for our house, but... Because it's shut down happening, we can't get it, and we don't have the 5900 needed to get an FHA loan. Oh my so gosh. our contract filter on our house, so now we have to stay in a neighborhood where people are shooting constantly. Where are you from, Mama? Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. How much is yes. the How much is the property? The property that we're trying to get is 118. 118. I'm so sorry. And you're trying to, to get a HUD loan? Uh, yes. Okay. You stay on the line. I got somebody that that can do a loan. Let me see how much that would be. Uh, 3% down. Hold on one second. I'm doing my math right now. 118,000 times 3%. Yeah, I I might have a guy that could do it for about 4,000. You can do a 3% loan. You hold on the line, all right? I'm going to hook you up. I'm not guaranteeing it, but if you, you you said you're in the military? No. Oh, how was you doing the HUD loan then? We were trying to do a USDA loan. A USDA loan? And how's your credit, mama? Uh, our credit is good. Over 700 yeah. or over 600? Over 700. Okay. I'm a, oh, You hold on. This guy, uh, he, he's able to get loans where you put 3% down as long as your credit is good and you have the f- proper finances and you can pay that loan. He might be able to help you out. I, c- I can't promise you nothing, but he usually comes through for people for me. Okay. All right, you hold on, all right? You, you know what's crazy about the government shutdown? The people who shut down the government don't even realize how they're affecting regular everyday people because they so fat off the hog and they so rich and they so privileged they don't even realize that everyday people like that are being affected by Every, I mean yeah she, she had everything ready to buy her house and then they, they shut her down I mean hope I got a couple of people in, in, in real estate I've been doing it for the last year heavy and he might be able to help her out, man. And I'll cross my fingers. I'll definitely send him like a Like, it's nothing for somebody like Trump to shut the government down. He got, he's rich. You don't got to worry about right. anything. And but other th- people to just say, oh, just go get a loan. You don't have to go to a homeless shelter. Like, it's that easy. No, it's definitely not. Hello, who's this? This is Fabian. Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest. Yeah, I'm not really mad, but I'm a little disappointed. Um, a little while ago, I, was, I put a post onto Facebook on Kev on stage page 
with my family on Christmas with our weapons and good trigger safety, muzzle safety, and things like that. And America kind of lit into us. The picture went viral. Um, it was all over the internet for a while, all the social media. And it's a lot of people out there who had a problem with my black American family on Christmas with our weapons. Why? You, 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 what's, wrong with, what's wrong with practicing your two-way rights? You have the right to bear arms? Exactly. I got the right to bear arms, but it was in response to a white American who was out in the cotton field with his family in response to the Gillette commercial holding weapons. No one had a problem with that, but when I put my picture up there of my family, everybody went crazy about it. I got I to gotta watch this Gillette commercial that everybody keep complaining about. I haven't seen it. The Gillette commercial, it really wasn't that bad. The guy was talking about um, people raising over-masculine children and just blaming on boys will be boys. And it's not a bad commercial, but the white guy responded, I raised my kids the way that I want to. And Kev on stage was like, yo, what are you trying to say? So I mean, I raised my kids the way that I want to, too, but hey. <laughs> exactly. But I wouldn't say that in response to a commercial, you know, telling America, hey, stop raising your kids to be part of this rape culture. Oh, and got you, got you. Force be boys. You know, and you put on that, well, I raised my kids the way that I want to. Also, you agree? And then you're going to post a picture with your family holding guns in a cotton field? Hmm. I got you. So that's just up. And then when I posted my picture, everybody was at me. I'm like, come on, really? Hey man, I'm a two I'm a two A type of guy, so yeah, I am too. You know. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, man? My name is Yay. Yay, turn your radio down, bro. Get it off your chest. Yo, man, I've been banging on having my business a different way to pass. Like my wife don't know, man. I've been doing a little trapping and handling the bills and stuff at the high. Bro, I understand. You what really the hell saying? Saying? Right, You know what I'm saying? Well, you, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> man, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm from downtown, man, so you got to bear with me. Downtown yeah. what? He said down south. Oh, I'm from yeah. down south too, but I still ain't understand nothing you just said. I say I said, oh. Hey, 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 hang up, hang up and tweet us. Yeah, yeah, tweet us, tweet us. Hang bro. up and tweet us. I don't get on Twitter. I ain't got no Twitter. Damn. You, you got need Facebook, one. You got Instagram, get... something else? Instagram. Ah, uh, yeah, hit us on Instagram. Bro. Yeah, man, because you need to come with subtitles because I don't understand nothing you're talking about. All right. All right, bro. <laughs> he said, all right. I heard that. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I let one go. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, man, how you doing, Envy? Hey, what's your, what's your, what's your name, bro? Hey, Envy, my name is Jay, man. Jay, hello? Okay, we hear you, bro. Envy? Yes, sir. My name is James, briefly. James from Brooklyn. Let me let me say something to you. Brooklyn. Listen, I don't work like some of these people work, you understand? But I got a little job. Now, I'm just so tired of these damn white folks coming on TV talking about they got to go to a shelter to get a little cat food. They've been working 30,000 years. I understand it's a shutdown, brother. But let me tell you something. You speak to a, you speak to an advisor, I tell you, when you're working 10, 15 years, you got to have six months of money saved to put away, man. Some of these folks, they just bull****. Okay. Hey, I, man, it's easy to say I, that you should have six months' money saved up. But, you, how but you people start? living check to check, bro. But you got to start saving man, somewhere, got, bro. They got, got bills. School loans, they got rent, loans, mortgage. They got bills. People just bought yes. cribs. It ain't, like, it's it, easy it, ain't, it ain't as easy to save money as people think. You got yeah. to be bringing in a whole lot of money to save money. Yeah, you know how long it took me to finally save some money? Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 100% right. One more thing. I had all so kinds why of, you say that, then? I had all kinds of student loan debts that I had to pay off. That was crazy. Uh, Let me I ask you a question. Do you got six months saved up? 
You six don't. Six months and, and over. Okay. Well, congratulations. But that's good for you, but the majority of people don't have that. I, that's understand my respect. Chris Brown needs change. Chris Brown needs change his people that he surrounds himself in. He's going to continue down the same road, and he gonna, he's going to feel real bad. Uh, Chris Brown didn't do anything, and the girl didn't even, didn't. The girl allegedly didn't even meet him? No, no. I know he did not. But 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 eventually, continuously. I can't. I can't. All right, all right, eventually, bro. what? I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Your hypotheticals are wild. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Hello, who's this? DJ and Victor Kina from Jersey. Hey, good morning, Mama. Hi. Oh my God, Kim, we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to say, um, shout out to you guys. Um, I love you, Angelie, Envy, Charlemagne. I read both of your books before I went back to school because I'm in nursing school by last semester. Well, thank I you. I just want to say. Thank you. You gave me that, that last motivation I need and to continue with what I'm doing. So uh, that's what I'm talking that. about. That's what I write them for, Very baby. Very inspiring. Very thank inspiring. You. Thank you for calling, so, Mama. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Have a good one, guys. No, have a good one, guys. God bless y'all. And shout out to my family. Okay? Hello. Okay. And shout out to Doug. Love y'all. Happy right. Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Hi. weekend. Hello. Who's this? Hey, this is India. Hey, India. Get it off your chest, Mama. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. First of all, okay, I got a cousin of mine that I don't really mess with him, but I got a brother staying with me, so he came to visit him. And I'm a third shift worker, so I get up, and first of all, his thermostat broke in my driveway, so he blocked me in. Number two, I woke up, and he's changing his oil in my damn gr- I'm sorry, in my grass. He's changing the oil right now in your grass? Yes. No, not like right now, like this morning. Yesterday morning when I got out of work, first of all, he left his truck there three damn days. Damn, that's country as hell. Yeah, keep in mind, he never asked could he leave his truck there. I just woke up and it was in my yard. Oh, my oh, gosh. Did you say he changed your oil? He changed his oil. No, he his oil. His oil. Who is he? He is my cousin, but I don't, I don't fool with him. Like, he... Like, I don't fool with him. He well, on another side. I can see why. I can fool. see why. Well, you need, you need to tell your cousin that if he's going to be changing oil on your lawn, the least he can do is check and see if your car need an oil change, too. Well, see, you know what? And I wouldn't even appreciate that, but you ain't even asked me, could you change your oil? You done had your truck in my yard for three days, bro. Come get your truck. And now he so done messed up your good old grass. Day. He messed up your good old grass yeah. with that black oil. <laughs> Yeah, so I called him to come get his truck. He had like he got an attitude. But when he come, he don't say nothing. He just outside trying to put his thermostat on. Tell him, him if you don't. Tell him if you don't. Tell him if you don't come get that truck, you gonna have it towed. Yeah, you know, and I thought to be a real black person and let my dog outside on it. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why I gotta be a real oh black gosh. person? Thing? My goodness. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. You we got rumors on the way. Yes, and guess who is getting out of jail today? You're going to be excited. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's find out who's being released from jail. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So DMX has been in jail for the past year, and that's for tax evasion. Well, he's supposed to be getting out today, according to his lawyer. Originally, his release date was January 27th, but apparently now they're saying that he's going to get out today. They said that he is the picture of health, that he looks great, he's very happy, and overall doing remarkably well. Listen, man, uh, salute to DMX. Absolutely. I got something for the good brother DMX, man. 
What's that? I'm just saying, D- DMX, get at me, dog. No pun intended. Whoa. Uh, Swiss, Swiss, let's get it going, my brother. All right, there's a female-driven Fast and Furious in the works. That should be pretty interesting. Uh, Vin Diesel actually revealed this on his Instagram. As you know, there are three new spinoffs that we have promised Universal. Well, this week we heard a pitch for the fast female protagonist-driven spinoff I created in 2017. And you can tell by the smile on Samantha's face, it was very exciting. Shout out to Nicole Perlman, Lindsay Baird, Geneva robertson Dwarit. Welcome to the Fast Family. I think that's dope. There's so many females, so many women that are in that space, that ride, that drive, that are dope, that... I think that'd be amazing. That's going to be very, very dope. Mm-hmm. Is Tyrese getting this spinoff? Um, that hasn't that been mentioned oh, yet. Oh, okay. All right. Birdman surprised Tony Braxton on stage, even though they're broken up. He showed up to her show at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, and he was seen offstage supporting her. Then she got very excited. They had a very long embrace, if you guys saw those pictures, and then disappeared backstage. So I don't know what happened, but they have broken off their engagement, so maybe now things are back on. All right, Charlemagne was seen on Bernie Sanders' Facebook page talking about mental health and the black community. African Americans are 20% more likely to experience mental health problems than the general population. Here's what he said. Nine years ago, I just got fired for the fourth time from radio. I was back home living with my mom in South Carolina. I just had, like, the worst panic attack of my life. I've always had uh, panic attacks, anxiety attacks. Like, my whole life, I just didn't know what they were. Everything's supposed to be all good, like, you know, finances, success, your people good. Like, you think everything's all great, but it's not. You still have those panic attacks and you still have that anxiety. So that's what made me finally say, you know what, let me go go get a handle on this. Salute to uh, Bernie Sanders. Invest in your mental wealth, people. Did you ask him if he's running for president? No, I, I, we did that a couple months ago, actually. Oh. Yeah. All right, now Selena Gomez, speaking of anxiety, has a song out. Now it's called Anxiety. She recorded it with singer Julia Michaels. And I'm sure you can guess what it's all about. Here's a little snippet for you. Always wanted to be one of those people in the room that says something and everyone puts their hand up. Like if you're sad, put your hand up. If you hate someone, put your hand up. If you're scared, put your hand up. Feel like I'm always apologizing for feeling Like I'm out of my mind when I'm doing just fine And my exes will say that I'm hard to deal with And I admit it It's true Okay. It's a dope little record. I might tell that. sounds good. It's actually Julia Michaels' song, but uh, this is Selena Gomez's first music that she's put out since she's gotten uh, treatment for her anxiety last year. It sounds like it'll make me happy. You got to listen to it. It sounds yeah. really powerful. I might listen to the whole thing. Give me a little Baby Shark vibe. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is shark. your... It did, just report. a little bit. What is a Baby Shark vibe? Baby Shark, 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 that are, that are, Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? All right. Selena. All right. All right. Shark, 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 that are, that are, that's all don't make you happy. That song makes me happy. Me and my three-year-old I'm, be jamming. I'm tired of hearing song. that song. That song is always on the mind. It ain't about you. You're right. Okay. You're right. Yeah, we got um, front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, let's find out why this whole entire family got kicked off of a flight. I don't know whose side you'll be on, but I'll tell you what happened. All right, we'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Smart ass. Smart-ass deli worker. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? I, oh, you know, every morning I order my, my protein shake and right. my freshly squeezed orange juice and my okay. bottle water for, from the uh, deli up the street. And he going to send me back the, re- the receipt with uh, our new intern, Sim, 
talk about uh, give this to him because he should know how much it is. He gets it every day. You do get it every day. It should be the same every day. Well, today I sent $14, okay? What are you supposed to I send? I spent it $18.50, <laughs> all right? I spent every day with you, all right? That's the least you come. He still gave me my stuff, though. <laughs> Freddie. All right, thank you, Freddie. My goodness. I appreciate you. Let's get in some front page news. Check these drinks for some mucus. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Freddie. All right, there you go. What are we talking about, Yee? American Airlines removed a family from a plane, and that plane was headed from Miami to Detroit. They were concerned because one of the family members actually smelled really bad. Yassi okay. Adler is his name. Now he said that he, his wife, and their daughter got off the plane, but they recorded the encounter, and they said that American Airlines staff removed them because they're Jewish. Now, uh, according to <laughs> people on the plane, though, and the pilot and everybody, they said that it was just really bad, the, the body odor that they had, uh, that he had, and he said, uh, you have to calm down. Now, according to Yassi Adler, he said he has eight kids at home, and he said, we don't have odor. Nobody here has odor. And the official asked him, you told me for religious reasons you don't shower. Is that what you said? And Adler re- replied that he does shower daily. You think that somebody should be removed from a plane because of their odor? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and also, here's the thing. A lot of times we don't smell ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about all the times you've been a little funky, but you didn't know you was funky. No, you knew you were funky. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't think so, man. Sometimes people don't be knowing they be having a little older to them. Like, if you have sweaty armpits, you know. I know. It depends on it. <laughs> no, that ain't true. But sweaty, ar- sweaty armpits Uh-oh. don't mean that you got older. She didn't say you. All right, calm down. I'm just <laughs> she kidding. She didn't say you. All I'm, say, all I'm simply saying is, <laughs> yes. Relax yes. before yeah. you start sweating. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've been getting deodorant sent up here all week since that Soldier Boy interview. You Have know you? what the problem is? You probably just had a, um, you didn't have an antiperspirant. I don't even know what that is. There's a difference between deodorant that makes you not perspire and deodorant that makes you not smell. And oh. then some of them have both. Soldier Boy just made you nervous. Never. Why would I be antiperspirant? No, it's antiperspirant is a type of deodorant that stops perspiring. Oh. Do you use the crystal or something? Hell no. <laughs> do, I, do I look like I use the goddamn crystal? You did that day. <laughs> I mean, I know I love Erica by doing Jill Scott's music and floor but I don't use the crystal. You never used it before? Never. You lying. I ain't never been natural. You seem like you tried it one time. <laughs> never been a natural ass nigga, okay? All right, an apartment on oh, Central man. Park just sold for the highest price ever in the country. Do you know how much that is? How much? $238 million. That's the most expensive home in the United States. Who bought that? Uh, Ken Griffin is the person who bought that home. Who is that? It's Who's not that? even a home. It's an apartment, by the way. It's a 24,000-square-foot apartment. He's the founder of a Chicago-based hedge fund, Citadel, and he has a net worth of $9.9 billion, according Jeez. to... I, I love New York, but nah. Ain't no way in hell. How much money? You don't even get no grass. $238 million. No I'm sure way. there's some grass there somewhere. There's no backyard. There's I'm no trees. I'm sure he has some type of rooftop with grass on it, okay? For an apartment? Yeah. I got to see this place. That yeah. just don't even sound right, though. Something about that don't sound right. $238 million for an apartment? That ain't really Well, no it's four stories. It's 24,000 square oh, feet. okay. And, and it's off f- of Central Park. Is that full basketball right. court they said? Never mind. Is that his or that's the building's? It's his. I'm sure he has his own private. Nah. You don't think for $238 million you have your own private basketball court? You, ne- you never court? know in New York. Is that his yeah. or is that the building? You sell, you, you, we sell does it. he have his own treadmill or does he have to share with the rest we of the people? You're selling this story wrong, though. You, just, he, he bought, he, you should say he bought four stories. They bought an apartment inside of a building. If you see the building... It's a whole building. He didn't buy the whole building. It's one apartment. Building don't even look that high. one apartment is four floors. That building inside. don't even look that high. It's the top of the building. Yeah, see, see that's different. See, I, when I think, I think about all the apartments that I've lived in in my life, okay? But when you buy four floors, that's a different type of game right there. Okay. For $230 million? 
I'm not doing it. Oh. We know. We know you ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. We know. But clearly, Ken Griffey has the money. Ken Griffin. Well, Ken Griffin. What's his name? Ken Griffin. Who is Ken Griffin? Ain't Ken Griffin somebody? He's not a piece of baseball player, not him. Ken Griffin got the money, clearly. All right, and uh, breaking news, Donald Trump's longtime friend and the person that they say is the one that got him into politics, Roger Stone, has been indicted on seven counts. One is a count of obstruction of an official proceeding, five counts of false statements, and one count of witness tampering in special counsel Robert Mueller's probe into possible collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign. So he is due in court in Fort Lauderdale later today. I love the wall that Roger Mueller is building around the Trump administration. It's amazing. He also has a, a 2016 Netflix documentary called Get Me Roger Stone, which focused on his they got him. political career. <laughs> they <laughs> you know, got you, Roger. He was uh, only 20 years old. He was the youngest person uh, back then to testify in the Senate Watergate hearings. And he also has a tattoo of Nixon's face on his back. What's that? Well. What's that? The hundredth person who's been arrested from the Trump administration so far? How many people is it now? I don't Six know. Or a seven? lot. More, more, than, more than nothing uh, Wu-Tang. You think so? Absolutely. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News. All right, now, when we come back, Amanda Seals will be joining us, so we'll kick it with we Amanda Seals. We are celebrating Amanda Seals this morning because her HBO special premieres tomorrow at 10 p.m. on HBO. It's called I Be Knowing. This is our partner right here, man. All right, so we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Back, back, back. You're checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right. And she has her first stand-up special premiering on HBO Saturday night at 10 p.m. I be knowing. I be knowing. <laughs> Amanda Every <laughs> Welcome. Hi guys. Good morning. Good morning. How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? Honestly, I was like, I did this whole press tour and I was like, I can't wait to go, you know, to the breakfast club, hang with the fam. Look good. Well, listen, I just want to say I went to your screening and when I tell you the audience was going crazy, like we were in the actual comedy show, people were singing along, people were jumping up out their seat. So congratulations, Amanda. That's huge. You're only the second black woman to have a comedy special on HBO. Mm-hmm. Who was the first? Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Okay, okay. Ten years ago. Well, yeah. I, well, I didn't get invited to the screening or the taping, so I did see it. All. You were invited no, to I the was screening. Not invited. And I you are actually who did... this comedy special is intended for. I was not invited. Yes, you were. No, I was not. I specifically said to them, you need to invite everybody from the Breakfast Club. Well, they just invited Charlamagne and Yee. That's and not true. I don't think that's true. I didn't get invited. That's not true. I'm going to tell you what Envy's problem is, because we all got a screening ahead of time. Envy's <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't get a screening, and then he found it. Oh, Today. so here we go. Well, yeah. I see okay, it. So that's the truth. I, did, I did watch it. Oh, you did see yes, it? Like the 27 in Zenith? Yeah. I did see Believe it. I did, yes, I did. And that's how he just learned a Negro I, national anthem. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> what? Yeah, I never learned it. Where do you learn the national in black school, anthem? At? Watching my special. That's true. That's, that is true. You have three black children. Get it together. I'm going to teach them. Yeah, I'm going to teach them after I learn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. get on it. Also, like, there's Google now. So there's no true. excuse. That is true. So tell us about the special. How did you prepare for this special? Was it already written? Was it things you've been writing for years? Or how did you go about this one? Well, this is my first special, so I really kind of, I didn't have, like, a process. I didn't really know, you know, how I wanted to go about things. Stan Lathan directed it. Stan Lathan, you know, directed Beat Street. Stan Lathan created mm-hmm. Deaf Comedy Jam. Deaf and Poetry Jam. Deaf Poetry Jam, mm-hmm. which I did with him when I was in college in 2001. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that we shot Deaf Poetry Jam in the same place where we shot my special. Mm-hmm. So it was very, like, you know, personal. 
But Stan really helped me to figure out my process because I just kind of was flying blind and just kind of guessing, like, how I'm supposed to go about this. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, I'm going to, like, be very, very sharp and very specific, and I'm going to get very surgical with it. And he was like, nah, spread your wings. Like, so basically when I was doing Caroline's, mm -hmm. I did five shows, and I did a different hour every show. Really? Right. You, did a, you did a different two hours on some nights. I thought you do like 90-something minutes. That's, that's a hard thing to do. You change, it, you change your setup every time. Yeah, like I basically, like let's just say for, for argument's sake, like there's six bits mm -hmm. in an hour. I would have 12 bits and like rotate, gotcha. you know, and so different mm -hmm. formulas. But I just also knew that I wanted the special to be specifically like loved and appreciated and honored by black women specifically. Mm -hmm. yes. So then that became the kind of like gotcha. overhead of what made it and didn't. I'm sitting next to Michaela, Angela Davis, and Beverly Bond at the screening. And when I tell you, they was standing up, screaming, cheering, <laughs> talking to the screen. That's the kind of special that it is where you end up talking to the screen. Paris is sitting with me and she's like, yes, oh my God, girl, yes, oh, that happened to me. Yes, that's me. Because there's a lot of things that have happened to us <sighs> yes. that we watch. And even men, certain things y'all won't be, be able to relate to, like how our period surprises Just sit there us. sit clap. Every and single cheer, month. <laughs> okay, that's all you got to do. And I was checking You learn. Out, For, uh, as a man, you learn a thing. That's though. what you would say. You were yes. like, yo, I, it's an I, learning experience. I got put on to some stuff yes. I did not know about. I'll definitely keep log receipts at the house just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I've never used a receipt, but you got to watch the special to see what we're talking about. You know, I'll be knowing you speak on how, like, you sometimes have to explain your blackness to people. Yeah. Do you feel like we have to explain ourselves to white people? So one of my friends from high school who's white was, was at the taping, and he was talking to my mom, and my mom was like, oh, you know, Charlamagne, you know, Charlamagne is here. You know, Charlamagne knows my, my daughter, da, 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 knows man's. And he was like, oh, I don't know Charlamagne. And like at that moment, Charla walks by. And my mom was like, Charlamagne, tell Amanda, friend Corey, you know, tell it, tell him what you do. And Charla was like, I don't tell no white man what I do. Yeah. Whoa. I can't explain myself to white people. I'm this sorry. This must have been after the special. Yo, said exactly. And my, friend's, my friend's face became your color. Like, I don't think he's still recovered. Like, Goodness gracious. Oh, man. I didn't mean it in a disrespectful way. Yes, just, you did. I just don't feel comfortable explaining myself. But I had the myself. same situation with Larry King. I was yeah. on Larry King, and he was like, I haven't, I was like, why haven't you watched the special? He's like, I don't watch the special. I don't, I don't watch things before I interview about them. And I was what? like, what is that? But and that is his thing. He always says that he doesn't, like, prepare for interviews. He just... That's not a shtick. It's just unpreparedness. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you know... He, he said that up here. I was like, really? That's... I don't... know. stop. Like, it's disrespectful. I just, thank you. Mm -hmm. and, and he was like, no, because you got to sell it to me. You got to sell it. And I was like, what? I ain't selling nothing to a white man. <laughs> yeah, and I'm making sure to say it here just in case they cut it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like... We're not doing that. What was his response? What was his response? He said, I ain't to a white man. He was like... <laughs> Hmm. I feel like at that moment he realized this is a different interview than I expected. <laughs> should have watched the special. <laughs> should have watched the special. He was like, you are a very good interview. Uh, <laughs> intriguing. And so... So it's not really explanations to them. It's more of, this is us. This is my learn. thing. I, this special is not like a demonstration. I really feel like there's been times where I see people be like, you know, as black people is our... Um, responsibility that we have to educate white people or else how can we expect things to change and I'm just like no it's your choice I do not feel it is our responsibility you have to remember we live in a nation where it was literally deemed criminal for us to be educated mm. so for us to now then be expected to educate the offspring of those whose ancestors 
were imprisoning us, killing us, maiming us, raping us for becoming educated is absolutely ridiculous. At this point, I, I, I end up having to explain my blackness to other black people. Mm. Like, that's been going on in my comments crazy. You know, like, you light-skinned, you ain't really black. Oh like, you, your mother's from Grenada, you ain't really black. That you sounds know? so crazy. You're not the descendant of slaves uh, from American shadow slavery. You're not really black, which is false. But even if I wasn't, like, they're saying this while they have, like, red, black, and green hearts, you know, or RBG <laughs> in their in their profile. I'm like, do you know where that came from? That came from Marcus Garvey, yes. the creator of the UNIA and the, and the Black Star Line. Who was Jamaican. Who was full, but full Jamaican. Yes. Wearing an admiral's hat, you know what I'm saying? Which is some Jamaican sh- you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to just be out here with this and you're going to rock with it. Jack- People will argue that I'm not black because I'm half Chinese and half black. And they're like, but you're not black. And I'm like, yes, I am. My whole life, I've always identified myself as a black woman. I'm grown, like, I'm black. All right, we got more with Amanda Seals. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Amanda Seals is in the building. Charlemagne, are you happy this week? Why are you asking me that? Are oh, you not happy? What are you trying to say? Some weeks she's happy, some weeks she's happy. No, Amanda's well. always Amanda. I'm Why just saying, I'm wanting to know, is she, are you enjoying the moment? This is a celebration. Why would he ask that? Because he knows me. <sighs> I mean, happy is a strong word. Oh, boy. You know me, too. All y'all know me. You should be happy. This is I a know, but time. it's like a weird... <sighs> All your cancer starts Y'all are going to make me in. cry on here. You can't yeah. tell her how she should be feeling. No, I asked her. I didn't tell her. I it's like her. you're not... Oh, I am going to cry. You're All right, girl, it's let okay. it out. You on the breakfast club with your family. <laughs> no, it's tears. true. <laughs> Those are tears of joy. Yes. It's true. It's not. It is feel. It does feel weird being here with you. There's right. a tissue right there to your I left. haven't been emotional till like this second. F*** you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, because just- I just remember being here and being so lost. And just, like, really, like, really lost, like, not knowing how I was going to, like, figure this all out and make it make sense. And so to just, like, be at a place where it does make sense and where, like, I don't, yes, I'm happy. Yay. Yay. We're happy for you, too. We're happy for you. I'm happy. I just think about the whole entire, like, I mean, look, me and Envy, we knew you as serious. And that was a ugh, yeah. <laughs> no word for that. Just you a had a rocky road all the way through. Like MTV really, too. that's why. But that's why, like when I ha- when I see people come through it. for me about stuff like you only getting put on because you light skin. No like way. you're like I was light skin before. I'd have no been way. put on and. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, I'd rather you say you got put on from sucking like, which I Why didn't. Would you rather that? Because Jesus. that seems more, because Goodness that, like, gracious. at least, because, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if that's, God, that makes, Amanda? that seems more practical, like, in the game <laughs> oh, we're in. Goodness. Like, I mean, you know, for what it's worth, I, well, I just. people have sucked that good that they really got HBO I feel like you just sucked the right, you know, it's, I don't it's, know. it's picky. Charlamagne, who did you say? But no, not an HBO special. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like... That's not going to happen. I, what I really hope is like you watch the special and at the very least you're like, yo, I don't, I don't like her, but she does what she does. I yeah. got to ask this. Based, being that your comedy is based on real life experiences, how many people have been like, was that about me? <laughs> <laughs> was that my mattress on the floor that... <laughs> That's they you were talking about. Know. Yeah, they would know. If their on the floor, they, they already know. know. And every like, I have a part in the special where I say like the ways that you can get struck from a vagina, and 
Each of those scenarios are true scenarios. They all know who they are. Mm -hmm. The first one is somebody all of y'all know. Uh-oh. Somebody <laughs> all of y'all know. Shots fired. Do they call you? Nah, no. they don't. They know better. Yeah. Ain't no old, ain't no old, uh, old guys calling back now. Like, Are they uh, black? Cause you, you hot out here. <laughs> no, now it's new. Now it's like DMs with emojis. You know, like a googly eye or a flames and <laughs> a flames. You know, you hit anybody back? Yeah, cause I'd be just curious sometimes. Mm -hmm. But the one person that I actually got excited about. Like, who had dropped in my DMs, I basically, like, manifested two years ago. I was like, this person is going to eventually fall into my DMs. Mm -hmm. And, if, like, he did. We had a conversation. And um, I talk about this on my podcast, Small Doses. Like, within the first conversation, he's like, when are you coming to Boston? I was like, well, I'll be there February 23rd. Well, we know he's from Boston for now. My show. Yeah, right. We know he's from Boston. And he was like, clue. no, I need to see you before that. Mm. Easy, B. Like, oh, easy, big, easy, Benzino. B. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but yo, real rap, real rap, old Amanda would have felt honored by that. Mm. Old Amanda would have been like, oh, he want to see me so quick. Like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, new Amanda with the wisdom and the security of self is mm -hmm. like, why is a man I ain't never met before so pressed off of one conversation for me to come see him. Well, I can't call it pressed only because... It is pressed. Yeah, pressed bro. But it's no, listen, pressed. I'm going to tell you it's why. Pressed, You're the same person who didn't understand why <laughs> it was toxic for Offset to show up on stage. Oh, no, no, you're right, you're right. No, I didn't, I just, I, I asked you. But we'll get to that. Now, oh, we got to talk about that. <laughs> but the thing is, he watches you all the time. So he probably sees you all the time. He feels like he knows you. So even though that's your first conversation... conversation in his mind, he's like, no, I feel like I know her a lot, so I really want to see Was her. it only a DM conversation, or did y'all even talk? So we started on DM earlier that day, and then we got on the phone. Mm -hmm. And nah, like, oh, slay a role, player. Like, get out of here. He's like, press. That's press. That's press. That's press. Y'all got to do background checks. I'm not necessarily saying, like, filing, you know, background checks, mm -hmm. like, where you're looking for if a got arrested. No. <laughs> Ask around. Right. Ask around. Like, there has to be a network. And honestly, like, men do the same. Like, mm -hmm. everybody. Like, you got to... Because people are wild out here. Mm -hmm. People are wild. Do background checks. I was telling my right-hand homegirl about it and who, who works with Smart, Funny, and Black. And she was like, I think he hollered at my homegirl. She texts her homegirl. You remember this dude? What's his story? Her homegirl literally replies, ass. We, were, we, we talked a couple times on the phone, on FaceTime. She lives in New Orleans. He had to come out here for work. He said, let's get up. Let's meet in person. They'd never met before. And she said that when she got to his hotel room so that they could meet to then go eat dinner, he opened the door butt ass naked. Whoa. Every that's woman in disgusting. this room went. Now that's, now, that's a little pressed. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> damn, that's pressed. He opened that's the door. Like I'm going to get that. Damn. So he opened the door and she was like, uh, and she said that he tried to make her feel like she was tripping and was like, yo, I was just taking a nap. Like, why are you wilding right now? And she was like, yo, get out of here, boy. Like, like get out. Then yeah, she left. Wild. And I, like, gave a little bit more information mm -hmm. on this person in my, in my podcast. I have had four women hit me and be like, this is who you're talking about. They say him by name. And I texted him. And I said, it's a small world. He didn't hit me back for two days. Mm-hmm. And when he didn't hit me back the second day, I was like, let me just tell you something. You could be all the road scholars and you could have all the scrubs. But when you are opening the door butt ass naked to women who have not encouraged that behavior, it makes you no better 
and a jacking his on the two train to Harlem. Jesus Damn. Christ. Stop the predatory behavior. Stay up. And anybody who knows me knows that when I say stay up, you're dead. Damn. All right. Well, Amanda Seals is here. 800-585-1051. When we come back, we got more with her. Don't move. And no jerking off on the train. <laughs> I hope you're not jerking off on the train listening to this interview. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That's right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Amanda Seals is in the building. Her special comes on Saturday at 10. Yeah. One thing I want to say as a black woman <laughs> that I love about your special is that you you really show how women can be sexual but still be intelligent. Sometimes people feel like those two things can't. Oh, honey, there's a together. There is a hotep no tap out here who has a whole video. A I call them hotep no tap. Okay, hotep no tap. Um, <laughs> who has a video on YouTube about how I am not sexually attractive. Who you? Correct. What? <laughs> Uh, I appreciate your surprise because, <laughs> yes, um, how I am not sexually attractive because I have opinions. And wow. well, no, actually, no, let me correct that's that. It's a dude or a chick? What's the, what's the, what's the name? It's a dude. And, and the video, first he starts this thesis about that I'm just not physically attractive. Like, let's just address the facts. Like, Amanda Seals looks like a man. She's not what? physically attractive. Not true. Like, None of this is true. He's all hurt. of this. None of this is true. He's, he's another individual that y'all know. I think you may have even had him up here before. Oh, and, really? and I have and to say, just before what? you finish, I was watching your special. Like, Amanda looks so beautiful on the special. Where the hell was that? Everything. Your makeup, your Who hair, your outfit. Write it down. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to give him no burn. And, and I appreciate you saying that. Because mm -hmm. I think also, like, comedic women are expected to, like, be in a hoodie. You know? And, like, oh, you're distracting from the jokes if you are attractive. That's stupid. But that was something that was so wild because at the end of the video, it really came out like she just always be talking. It's like, oh, that's, that's your job. That's what it is. Yeah. You you mad because I am saying something that is counter to what you're saying and that makes your <laughs> soft. <laughs> but the Cardi and Offset thing, right? Because I think this is a teachable moment because mm -hmm. when I saw the and situation on social media, I didn't comment on it. I just was, I saw the reaction and people were like, mm -hmm. oh, this is wrong. You know, he's invading our space. And I'm like, really? <laughs> So I'm like, yo, Seals. You know, like, that's what I do. Let me call one of my homegirls. Because to me, I just look like a brother trying to get his girl back. That is what you were seeing, but in the worst way. First of all, let me just say this. I don't know the inner workings of their relationship. I don't know either of them personally. And for that situation, it becomes toxic when the person who has brought the toxicity to the scenario wants to control the scenario. That's the reality. That's the most simplest way I can put it. You knew what you needed to do to keep cool. Then you didn't do it. You don't get to control my reaction to it. That's, that's the truth. That's it. the absolute truth. But you have to sit down. That's the truth. There's no but. There's a but. No, you got to sit no, down. No, you got to fall back. What's interesting is, that is, is true. There's people but weighing in. There's a like, way to fight. You're right. There's a way to fight. And that's the right. thing. There's a way to fight for your relationship. The first way to fight for your relationship is to not up your relationship. That is true. Because a lot of people determine fighting for their relationship as fighting for forgiveness. Correct. Don't fight to get me back. Fight to keep me. Word. Correct. So there's that. Because then you start that cat and mouse crap. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women get tricked into thinking, well, look how bad he wants me. If he wanted you, he wouldn't have even put you in the situation to have to try and wrangle you back into the scenario. But I am sure in that situation, Offset was probably trying to call Cardi and she wasn't answering She wasn't phone. ready. Right. He doesn't get to determine when she's ready. You're absolutely right. But at that point, he was desperate. And he was like, this is me trying to hit a home run. Talk so to a what? friend. I think patience, patience is Your important. Your desperation ain't got 
to do with the reality of the situation. Now, man, and your desperation is about your ego. One of your these desperation guys, is like, <laughs> but. If one of these guys that messed up on you came to one of your shows and interrupted the show that has while happened. you were on stage. That has happened. So what was that Sat like? Sat in the front row. It throws you off. Mm -hmm. As a performer, that is mad disrespectful. You're right. That is mad disrespectful. And as someone who is also a performer. But it works somehow. Why do you keep buttons? Back. Shut up and, and learn back. something. No, because I don't know. I don't know the inner workings of this scenario. Right. Right. Like they might be back for reasons that we don't know. I'm just True. talking in relation to myself, mm -hmm. in relation to just what a healthy advice exchange for is. guys in the future. Yeah. Yes. Don't try this yourself. And people will tell me like, oh Amanda, you know, like why why y'all listen to her? She's single. I'm single because honestly, we live in a society that is so riddled with toxic behavior that. You, most of us who are single are single because we decided that we don't want to be a party to that. And you got to wait till someone comes around that also is not interested in being a party to that. And if you want to break patriarchy at this point, you got to be intellectual and you got to be brave. And that's just not taught on a daily basis. And you got to be willing to unlearn all the bullshit that you've learned. That's brave. Yeah. You got to be brave to, to, to risk, like, okay, I'm going to look stupid for, for a little bit. Yeah. No one wants to do that. People be in my comments... Whenever they're in my comments in a negative way, it's about two things. One, you know, you ain't really black. Two, why are you friends with Charlamagne? Those are the two things that every day, every day, you out here doing specials, but you th you think Charlamagne is special. Like, they will come with their idea of, like, what they think is the facts and whatever. Like, I know what I understand to be the facts, but I also feel like, and we I feel like we've talked about this before, cancel culture is a real thing, but redemption culture, I feel like, should also be a real thing. And you have to allow people to demonstrate to you mm -hmm. that they are willing to change. And I think that's the part where we take people back too quick. You know, I told you the other day, you made me cry, like, at least twice without knowing. He was like, ugh, my bad. I, I said, I apologize. You did say I apologize. <laughs> Why did make you cry? Because he was a oh. And he used to really just say <laughs> Why y'all laughing? Because like, I, had to I tell remember him that he was. A He's been working well. with me for nine years. You used to. I mean, because <laughs> you used well. to. And this is the thing. Like, and a lot of folks are like this. Like, they have their own insecurities, so that gets deflected onto you, mm -hmm. and they'll say to you that is just not necessary to be said. But they'll see the insecurity in you, and then pull it, and then ha. Ah. What was Charlemagne's insecurities? Charlemagne's. Insecurities? You tell me. I don't know what your insecurities were. Um. Besides small. But penis. you were. But you saw my insecurities. What? <laughs> no, what I don't. You say? Wow. Well, you know the size envy likes. I never saw no insecurities <laughs> in you. You literally saw that I was. So, like, for instance, when we were doing hip hop POV, uh -huh. and I was talking about like wanting a man and how like it just wasn't turning, it wasn't working out. Most people would have been like, "It'll work out." Or, you'll find the right you'll guy. You'll find the right guy. You rather, rather be single than with a terrible partner. My brother partner. right here across the table over breadsticks and Alfredo sauce at Olive Garden was like, nah, you ain't going to get no man. <laughs> nah, nah. That sounds like it. You ain't going to get no man because you got too many opinions. But that's why you was cool with them hotel <laughs> And I'm glad to see that that has since ceased. I that's, was a up person. I know, but you were up inside. Yes. 
But he still, you, he still is a little yeah. bit. Everybody is. But you got to do the work, though. But you got to do the work, and it takes time. It's not an overnight. It's not an overnight process. But I feel like when you see people committing to the process, you don't got to be in the game with them. But it's at least worth being an encouraging force. Okay. Well, I think it's only appropriate that we close new. with the Black National Anthem. <laughs> since, since you need to know this by uh, Saturday night That's at right. 10 p.m. <laughs> yes. Go. Would you like to lead us? <clears throat> we'll try to keep up. We will try to keep we up. We know three <laughs> lines. Who lift, lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Double clap, let our rejoicing Oh my God, this is awesome. My wife is the special. You are beat. You stop it. song. Full of the faith that the joy that he is reading it. Sing a song. Full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun. Y'all should have let him hey, in. Y'all should have let him in and do it alone. Till victory is won. Yes. Don't worry about Saturday. We'll have it. Did I even look it up? See, I just remember that. 10 p.m. 8 p.m. Yesterday was offensive to me. Amanda sounded great. Y'all singing was offensive. That's why I said lead. He was like, we in the back. We in the back. We the ushers. We ain't even in the choir. Saturday, 10 o'clock. Thank you for joining I'll us. I'll be knowing on HBO. Thank y'all for right. having me. Following, me. follow me on Instagram, Amanda Seals. Listen to my podcast, Small Doses. Check out smartfunnyandblack.com and look out for merch dropping. Say All something right. slick and get blocked. <laughs> blocked the, and blessed. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Hey. You're a horrible friend. I just want Happy to tell you Friday. That. I am a great friend. No, you're a horrible friend. First of all, friend. I'm a cancer, okay? So I can be your best friend or your worst enemy, but I am a great friend. That's why I have the How same friends for years. you tell that girl she's never going to find a man? First of all, that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> what does that mean? You're still a horrible friend for and saying that. I don't even remember saying that. That wasn't 10 years ago. That was definitely at least 9, 10 years ago. You <laughs> haven't even nine, been on the show 9 and 10 years. I knew her before that. But that was definitely nine but years ago. Was, was at least you doing that show ago. while we were up here? That you Hip-hop were working POV with was probably 2011, so that was what? Seven, eight years Seven, ago. Eight years 2019! Ago. About eight years yeah. ago. I don't know. That was about eight years ago. That was You're a bad friend, ago. regardless. Whatever. You know, that was two presidents ago. No, it wasn't. Two presidential terms ago. Now long eight years is eight years is high school, college. <laughs> you were still a messed up friend, but it's, okay, it's okay to just say sorry. Say sorry. Tell Amanda. I already apologized. You know what? Why do you look like you're about to catch a pass in football? (laughs) You know what? The rumors, let's get into the rumors. So, Chris Brown. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Chris Brown has officially filed a defamation lawsuit against the woman who filed a rape complaint against him. He's accused her of false accusation committed on January 18, 2019 in Paris and not prescribed, provided for, and punished by the French Penal Code. So uh, he was released from custody, no charges, two days after being accused. He is still investigating the incident, but it doesn't look like there's much 
right now. There were no lawsuits filed against him. He is challenging the charges against him, and that's why he has filed that uh, defamation lawsuit. Now, Eve is under fire for some comments that she made on her show, The Talk. Here's what she said. It's like, when are you going to stop and grow up and allow the talent to shine through and fix your brain? Like, this is ridiculous. And I'd like to hope that these aren't, these allegations aren't true. Obviously, we don't know. But at the end of the day, times have changed. If you guys don't know that yet, whether in America or overseas, get your act together. Like, you can't be treating women how you want to treat them in any kind of way just because you think you're a superstar. It's just not, it's just not the way to be. And it's just sad, man. I just really hope he gets some help. I'm confused by all of that, because if you don't know if the allegations are true, then why are you talking like they're true? You can't double talk on a situation like that. If you don't know if the allegations are true, leave it at that. She was wrong for that. Because you're talking like you just know he was guilty. You told him, grow up. You said men can't treat women any old, any old kind of way, which I agree with, but you don't know how Chris was treating this young lady, or if he was treating her at all. Well, Team Breezy, of course, hopped in, and she has since kind of backstepped on her original comments. Here's what she said. At first, I didn't think what I said was harsh, but then I looked back at it and it was kind of harsh, but it was only harsh because I'm passionate about um, the state of the climate that we're in right now with women. My passion wasn't geared towards Chris Brown and these specific allegations. It's just that we were talking about him and I think I got upset about all the other feelings that I've been feeling about this whole climate. You know, and like I said before, I didn't know if those allegations were true or false and they are not true and he has been released and I just want everybody to know, obviously I'm rooting for him. Whoever was offended, I apologize. All right, so you accept her apology. Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm just saying, but you know, if you, if you think a little bit before you talk, you won't be saying things that you have to apologize for because you can't double talk on a situation like that. If you don't know somebody, if you don't know whether somebody is guilty happened, or not, then you can't come to all those conclusions like she did. All right, now Netflix is developing a Resident Evil series. Are you here for that? Based on the horror video game franchise Resident Evil, obviously. It's in its early stages, but they're saying this will expand the Resident Evil universe and deepen the existing mythology. It will explore the inner workings of the Umbrella Corporation and how the outbreak of the T-Virus came to be. So uh, that's just early stages, but that is something that is in development right now at Netflix. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, four after the hour, I really want to talk about the hands of God and laying hands on people, okay? There's a pastor in Charleston, South Carolina, who had illegal use of the hands. Oh, boy. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey today is coming up. Don't go nowhere. The Breakfast Club. You get donkey of the day, yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day, yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for donkey of the day. <laughs> I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Uh, donkey of the day for Friday, January 25th goes to a brother by the name of Rashawn L. Wilson. Now, Rashawn is 35 years old, and he's a pastor at Southside Baptist Church in my birthplace of Charleston, South Carolina. Drop one of Clues bombs for the 843, damn it. The holy city. Now, I love pastors. I really do. I love people who have committed their lives to the Lord and who have devoted themselves to spreading the gospel. Pastors can get you closer to the healing hands of God. 
okay, the healing hands of Jesus. See, hands are very important, okay? God's hands are always on us. We take for granted, you know, hands. You know, think about on a wedding day when a father takes hold of his daughter's hand and passes it to the minister, and the minister's hand represents God's hand, and then the minister takes the woman's hand and joins it with her husband, and it symbolizes giving her to God and God giving her to her husband, okay? You take somebody's hand in marriage, and you ask that God keeps his or her hands on your union, okay? The hand to hands isn't just used in the physical sense. No, we use hands as a metaphor for action, care, and possession, okay? God uses hands. Think about all the times in the Bible we read of Jesus' healing through laying his hands on people, okay? Sick people are even just touching them with his hands, okay? Mark chapter 6, verse 5, or Mark chapter 8, verse 23, if you want to look up some, some good healing hand scriptures, all right? Jesus has put his hands on people to bless them. Jesus told his disciples that their hands would be used to heal the sick. People were healed through the laying the laying on of their hands, okay? Others got them hands put on them and got filled with the Holy Spirit or received gifts through the laying of the hands. Tory Lane's hairline was restored because of Jesus' healing hands. Listen to me. Listen to me! That okay? didn't happen like that. I'm sure Pastor Rashawn L. Wilson knows the power of God's hands all too well, but God's hands don't got nothing to do with what Pastor Rashawn L. Wilson's hands did. Okay, see, Rashawn Wilson used his hands for the absolute wrong thing. All right, we always have a choice to either submit to the God in you or the devil in you. Pastor Rashawn decided to hand his free will over to Satan. Let's go to WCSC-TV for the report, please. A Charleston pastor arrested after police say he strangled a woman pregnant with his own child at a downtown church. Pastor Rashawn Lamar Wilson was charged with domestic violence of a high and aggravated nature. He was given a $20,000 surety bond, issued a no-contact order with the victim, and has been told he cannot leave the state. Court documents say the victim went to drop off their children to Wilson on Monday night at Southside Baptist Church on Buffane Street when the two got into an argument. The documents say Wilson squeezed the woman's neck until she was unconscious, fell to the ground, and hit her head. Rashawn, Pastor mm -mm. Rashawn, strangled a woman on church grounds, his pregnant baby mother. Crazy. In the church and on the football field, we call this illegal mm -mm. use of the hands, okay? Colossians 3.19 says, Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh to them. I don't know why I'm telling you this scripture, Rashawn, because I'm sure you know it, but I don't know why I'm telling you this because this news report said that you choked out the pregnant mother of your two biological children. The pastor got baby mama. But who am I to judge, okay? All I know is that this week at Southside Baptist in Charleston, the collection plate is going around at least four times. You're going to have tithes. You're going to have offerings. The building church fund, even though the building ain't been fixed on in years. And the pastor. Pastor got lawyer fees. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. No, amen. not for that. You shouldn't give the pastor no goddamn lawyer fees. What's wrong with y'all? For all members of Southside Baptist Church in Charleston, please pray for your pastor, Rashawn L. Wilson, because he can't pray for you right now, not at the moment, because Jesus is using his hands to send all Pastor Wilson's prayer requests to his spam folder. Please give Pastor Rashawn L. Wilson the biggest hee-haw. That was a holy hee-haw, by the way. Okay. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, when we come back, comedian D-Ray Davis will be joining us. He's going to be in town performing over the weekend, so we're going to kick it with D-Ray, so don't He's move. He's going to be at Caroline's Comedy Club here in New York for all you out-of-towners that might be here this That's right. weekend. All right, so we'll kick it with him when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. He's keeping our light skinned brothers alive yeah. out there. He the only one? Well, he's, he's one the of them. He's one of them. Oh. He's one of them. He's leading the charge. Brother <laughs> D Ray Davis. What up? What up, sir? How are you, man? Uh, life for life, since you're talking. Is it tough? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a tough time for comedians or is it uh, a good time for comedians? I can't really tell. They gonna say it's a tough time. If they ain't got no jokes. Yeah, you say it's a tough time. But if you're able to adapt to anything, you better adapt to anything. Now, if you're saying what you can and can't say, it's always been that line of what you can and can't say. You know what I mean? If you has it, what, it, 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 it depends on when you say it. Like if a person just got out the hospital and because of they, they they mom died, you don't be like your mama just died. I mean that's a different. You know, but as far yeah. as just saying what you say, I was thinking about this yesterday. What to do? I was like, this is this is gonna sound crazy, but who invented these words you can't say? Like the f word, the r word, like words you you can't say. Somebody said What's it the first. R word? Somebody said it first. Like, for slower people, they had Oh, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. But somebody said it first. What's the R word? Kelly. No, I'm kidding. That's the new R word right there. Now, see, to the parents at home, that wouldn't be funny right now. You're right, you're right. All the women, all the women. And some are going to not be playing to somebody all the time. No, not all the women, because some women still no, the women that were his victims. Yeah, but yeah, because some women hear messed up jokes all the time and think it's funny. Sometimes you need that energy of somebody saying something super negative to you for you to do better in life. Like, if you're sitting around and I'm trying to make you make you laugh just because you just lost your job, and you just lost your job, and I'm like, you know, it's going to be better, bro. Make sure you focus on life more. And, and you you know, you can get a better job. It's them dudes around you, but then you got your n****s that make you laugh. He call you be like, right. you ain't got a job, huh, my n****? <laughs> <laughs> you take it differently from yeah. him than you would a bum on the street saying, you like me now, you know? <laughs> So It also I, depends on what you want to do in life, too, because I think there's some stand-up comics that if your aspiration isn't like, you know, like Kevin Hart to host the Oscars, he said that was an aspiration of his, or if you're not on a like major network, got your own TV I know what you mean. If you're, if you're you Corey Holcomb, with a lot more. like what Corey, what Corey says, yeah. Corey ain't going to never let off how he talks. That's exactly. just how he talks. He's not going to be president right, as of right <laughs> now unless they, you know, he could be about the way it's going now, yeah. but... He don't, he don't care about that kind of stuff. But, Even, don't, but don't hire Corey and then get rid of him because of something old he said. Yeah, you, you shouldn't know, know what he, you she said, that he said. That's like, but women do it all the time. Men do it all the time. You be with somebody, tell them, you knew her past and knew she was a history until you see the dude. She's like, I used to mess with this. This huge <laughs> used to tear my brain, tear me apart. It's cute when you first dating for the first three, four months. Then you run to the <laughs> and you're like, oh, you still like him? Because he's... <laughs> so you... <laughs> it's like anything else. But what I was saying as far as the words go is whoever invented the words, they, they brought power to the word. And then we said, all right, it's a hard word. So I just think we need to change the words. Make up your own words now. And then nobody can say you being mean because nobody knows what that word means. Like yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like what yeah. Word? Give, like give what? us a word. <laughs> I had a one yesterday when somebody said somebody going to know what it means. <laughs> I thought I had a word, but it ended up being somebody said word. somebody no no word. it wasn't a real word, but somebody said nah, so it was a word. So but, instead of saying like the R word, you'd be like, oh, he a little A town, something like that. Come on. I like that. You said <laughs> it's A town. Sounds a person. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we were saying, can you say a person too? But you can't, can't because it's like saying yeah, it's like saying the Asian people be like, look at all these Jackie Chan's driving around. Gotcha, it still feels gotcha, a certain gotcha, kind of way you, when you I say it. You know what I mean? So you got to think of a word that nobody said. Like yeah, yeah. I feel you. Like if a girl's a hoe or whatever, you won't say she's a hoe. You're like, she a bottle hider or something like that. You're like, a what? bottle what is a bottle hider? Like, what could <laughs> she hide? Where was she hide? You're like, damn. I only ever seen guys hide bottles. But if you say it once, you say, if a guy's a bottle hider, see? I didn't see some guys hide some bottles. See, if a guy's a bottle hider, see? I think a guy put a bottle in his back. Where's he hidden? You get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, There you go. He's a bottle hider. And who can say that you're saying something mean when you invented the word of it? Yeah, you're right. And if you're on the download, you call him a bottom hider. A bottom hider. 
but nope, not too, that's too, nah, close. too, too close. close. Too close. Too close. Too close. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> like, look at the shh over there. Like, yeah. sh- like quiet. Look at the shh. <laughs> look at the shh over there. You know, because you got it. I guess that's close. I don't know. How, how but you, it's not. It's not a hard time for. I feel like if you if you wouldn't adapt for the moment because everything like that happens. Um, you always it's always something happening. Like even with the black movies coming out and the. Cause let, let's get into it. Like uh, some strong movies coming out with strong black leads, strong black women coming out. Mm-hmm. Like you got a uh, little coming out. Yep. And Mr. that's a strong Ray, movie. Who else in that? Uh, the young girl from Blackish. She's executive producer. Right. Mm-hmm. And Big was out. So if the white people started I'm like, why y'all take our movie? We'd be like. Cause if they make juice, we're gonna be pissed off. That's a fact. But <laughs> but, but that's a fact. Like. I'm saying right, but just like when they you made the honeymooners. No, but when when they did the honeymoons with said and and uh, Mike Epps, yep. great concept. But white people was like, that's our movie because if the white people did good times, mm-hmm. we feel a certain kind of yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But we need these strong movies to show that transition if we trying to move that way. So I'm willing to make my comedy go a different route if it can get more littles and more uh, what women what men want. Because mm-hmm. that was you know it was Mel Gibson, Gibson yeah. and now Taraji, which is, it's even funnier to me that a woman would do it rather than a man. Because I didn't I never thought the Mel I thought Mel Gibson was good, but Conceptually, I think this is better. Right. So I'm willing to take that that L with comedy to be like, oh, I'm gonna step back and not say this, not say this right now because it's opening another door. Because mm-hmm. we couldn't even have this conversation back then if people were able to say what they want to say all the time. Because they'd be like, who these women thinking they could take, you know. I can't wait to see that movie, What Men Went. And I was thinking about this just yesterday. Would I want to know what men were thinking? Right, like, w- would that be something that I would even want to know? Well, even with- know? You know, anyway. You women, know. Robert, women force the, the thoughts in our minds whenever <laughs> they want. Y'all can manipulate any situation when I you feel like, like I'd it. be talking to like my boyfriend, and he'd be thinking about something completely different and not listening. Choose. To can, listen, can you imagine what the Me Too Times Up movement would be like if pe- women could hear what men are thinking? Oh, oh you could. Oh, no, no. There'll be no men allowed in workplaces ever. Oh my goodness. Because I mean, half the day, man. I mean, a lot of my day. I don't know about. I know you, you're married, man. So yes. it's a different. A lot of my my mind, my you're mind not, travels. You're taking too. My mind travels, huh? You're taking as well. Yeah, I am taking. I am taking, but they don't mind if I'm looking at some. If I'm on my Twitter or Instagram liking a picture, but I can't get mad if they like a picture either. I've been more open to that really? lately. Okay. Yes, yeah, where. I used to be like, what the hell? Da, da, da. Now, take it, I went off last night about a photographer with, with my young lady with models. I went off and said, the degree of the angles in which he was shooting you is uncomfortable. She's a model. <laughs> I know, but the, the dude was focusing on, on certain parts. And and she was like, no, nah, I want this. This is my want. This is my look. And you, in the way we've talked, you already explained to me how you feel about things. So if you see something, I've made a decision based on what I want. So I had to be like, oh, damn. Like, I couldn't, you can't even argue with that, you know? Stand so, down. But I am, but she also don't mind me looking at, I mean, I'm looking at porn, you know what I'm saying? On, I look at porn a lot. Wow. Like on a plane, like scrolling. Like, like, what, like I try to buy the seats around me with my people on the plane. plane. That's rude to everybody. What if they glance at your phone? That's why I buy the seats next to me. Oh. I buy, my, my people is in my seats. If somebody, their eyeballs all in my second, then you, you deserve this. Well, what madness. kind of porn do you look at? Like, what category? It's right, no, no. It ain't no categories on Twitter. You just, it's just follow, oh, porn you, stars you look, I follow. Oh, you Twitter porn, okay. Yeah, I don't look for it. Just, it's part, why, like, every other one is like, preachers. Why do you follow so many porn sites? Follow Bishop T.D. Jake, Stephen I, Furtick, I follow him too. It come on right after that. It's cool. It works out. Okay. Okay. All right, we got more with comedian D. Ray Davis. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Whoa. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have comedian D. Ray Davis in the building. Charlemagne. Chicago Tribune, your hometown newspaper. Back in December, it said that your comedy style is stuck in a sexist time period. 
Man, no, man. That. You know what's weird? No, no, they don't say that about me in particular. I did my shows. By the way, 12,000 people showed up to them, Woo. sold out three shows by myself, promoted it, financed it, everything, brought my brothers out. You do that every year, and, and right? pay, yeah, yeah, and paid. And been doing it since I was 19 years old. Yeah. Mm. Paying since I was 19, so... He's talking about collectively. So oh, if we talked you, about, if we talked about, let's say we just talking about me. Let's just, I, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be the d- in the car with all the dope and the guns in here. I'm gonna take full blame for everything everybody said that day. I'm gonna do that. Might I'm, gonna, I'm telling I'm, on you. Anyway. Let me get a let, let me get on. <laughs> well, you ain't got no choice. You can't go back. You go back. You gone. So you in New York too? You out of here? Man. Uh, I'll, I'll say I'll say that we're in a sexist time and we're ta- and sex is the heightened thing to talk about. Last year. They just said, "Oh, all this comedy about Trump," because that's what was on the that's on the menu. Mm-hmm. This year, sex, the R. Kelly, sh- the everything about sex is on the menu. Men, the Me Too movement, the everything. I was talking mm-hmm. about that, mm-hmm. and I just found a directive to talk about it. And if somebody who has a weak mind won't understand what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say, like, I get it. Like certain things you just can't talk about anymore. No like you talking about Kev, like. You can't, at, at this heightened time, the LGBT community yes. is something super sensitive when he can't talk about it. Everything. Back in the day, it was handicapped. You talking about somebody handicapped, they was like, oh, you going to hell. And Living and, Color had a whole handyman But sketch. not no, but hey, but not, yeah, and that was, that was to us, it was like, oh my then. God, it's crazy. Like, this is crazy to talk about, but now handicapped don't matter. You could be, you could be, <laughs> have a walker trying to get across the street. They'd be like, oh, get out the way, a handicapped person. Be like, I'm, I'm just handicapped. Like, is you gay though? No, I'm not. Hurry up. Get your what? ass out of here. Because <laughs> gay is above handicapped now. Right. You can't, it's level what you can't talk about. What's no, no, think about it. it. As crazy as that sounds. No, he's right, but he's listen. Right. Back in the day, think about no. the Living Color. And Living Color made fun of all of that. Yeah. Men on film, handyman. So that's so how I we talked about it. We're talking about it. We're talking about the Me Too. We're talking about the Time's Up and sex and what you can and can't say. So I get them saying I'm sexist because I said the women, I'm, I'm, I don't know how much air, I don't want to keep getting beeped, bleeped or whatever, but I said I know the women that want to because I set it up to know who want to me. And then I said to avoid rape is real simple. who want to you. That's simple. Mm-hmm. There's no, I mean, you can't put it on T-shirts, but it's easy. who want to you. Then it's, there's no issue who never did nothing wrong. There wouldn't be no Bill Cosby, no nothing. Right. You know what I mean? And Bill Cosby, everybody talked about that, but last year was real funny, and it's not that funny this year because he in jail, jail. And now it seems like people feel sorry. For no, they like, feel, sorry, you feel sorry, but you like, oh, no, you like, oh, shit. everything's tumped. Like it's really fucking happening. Like yeah, he yeah, put yeah. put the cuffs on the old like, out of here. <laughs> everybody, dad is in jail. Now. Everybody, dad in jail. Even if you had a dad, he's better than your dad. And he in jail. Prison. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby. He gone. earned it though. He earned and that. And not jail just that. Sentence. And the had the bread. He had the bread. That make it scary. He had the bread to not have to do none of that. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's a sickness and it's a power Yeah, thing. for the right amount of money, a bitch will act sleepy. Well, you can't say bitch, D-Ray. That's... For the kind of women who would take the money for that situation, yeah. I can say it. I'm not agreeing with you. <laughs> hey, yes, you can't. You try, you're trying to tell me I can't say a bitch. Or you can't tell me, look at all them bitches over there thirsty for that bottle. Yes, you can. Nah, but look at the young ladies dancing on the dance floor. Look at the young ladies at the at the bar purchasing their own drinks. Look at those fine young ladies over there parched, look wanting a sip of my beverage. Look at, no, look at those. Look, look, no, no. Maybe you need to make up no, another word for no, bitches. That's no, your own word. No, no, no. Look at those. For this word, I will not move on. Look at those. <laughs> look at those queens with those far seats they bought at the basketball game. Oh, look at them bitches down there. How they get them seats? How them bitches in the third row? They ain't got third row money. How this bitch on the floor? You know when bitch don't stand offensive oh, when me man. and my girl look at say this it strong, to each other, um, we'd be like, bitch, what you doing? Like, I know, bitch, oh, you ain't you that. Went? Oh, if a dude walk past, though, oh, y'all bitches crazy. Who you calling this bitch? Who you calling this bitch? I know, it just makes sense. Like, no, you, you know what you can get your woman, though? You know, you can say it, though. You can't say it. If, if my boyfriend like, called me bitch, I would Not go. true. 
off. Not true. He would never do that. Not true. You won't go off. Oh, yeah, I would. Trust nope, me, he'll never, even, he'll never even try it. Let me tell you, because let me tell you something. I won't bullshit Angela. you. You're one of the baddest bitches I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'd be like, women, thank you. No, I just said it already. You said I'd be like, I said it. <laughs> 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 said it already. All right, All right. well, Caroline's this weekend. And is yep. there anything else? Because you're always in a TV show, hosting oh, yeah, a game but, show on Empire. Please, I wish I, I blew Lawrence. a game show recently. I ain't going to lie to you. Went to the meeting and my iCloud got hacked. What? And I went to the meeting. <laughs> Hour after my iCloud got hacked, and I thought it was like <laughs> D-Ray was over. I thought what well, was now, in the iCloud. Well, just basically it's for other people. Not it's never for me. The only time it's not for me, like I wouldn't mind a sex tape. Only time it's not for me is I wasn't feeling <laughs> my best that day. Like man, because if a couple, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm missing an inch or something because I ain't, you know, I didn't really, you know, my angle off with my stomach sticking Hold on, out. The network pulled up your sound, your iCloud. No, no, he was a little thrown off. I was thrown off, so I was sitting hacked. there, my phone was going off, so the dude was having his oh, meeting, and it was you, money you. too. And I and you looking and you more concerned about dude, what's going on about with your sex because tape. I'm like, I'm uh. like, yeah, but more about the other people that I should have not even had it no more. Sheesh, I got you. I shouldn't even had it on my phone, like. So an old sex tape is going to come out. No, I'm, I'm thinking about, no, no, no. They didn't, apparently they didn't want, plus you can't really put out nobody's sex anymore. You, you're like, you're super, yeah, oh, yeah. and I just sue you. That That's, you really couldn't even do it back then. Like a lot of times we think them tapes leak, not those, no. so they sold them to those companies. Kim, Ray J, all of them. So, so wait, so wait, go back to, so somebody was here. I don't know up. what's on, I don't know what's on it. Cause when I call Apple, which by the way, if you don't have a two, two factor ID thing, mm-hmm. they I can't do that. nothing for you. Nothing. That's that person iCloud now. But what they did do is he stayed on the phone after realizing who I was, and he said, hey, I'm going to tell you like this. For some reason, your phone for the last five phones you've updated has not been uploading to your iCloud. So whatever's on this iPhone 1, it's like 236 pictures. He's like, it's like um, maybe 30 videos. And I was like, I'm thinking in my mind, what 30 videos from mm. the first time when I was calling? Like, <laughs> and it wasn't, in my mind, it couldn't be too bad because it had been out. Like, I right. didn't host the stuff. It had been out. Right. Somebody would have seen something. But bottom line is I blew the gig, and I should have focused in on the gig. Because... Gotcha. But, yeah, as far as hosting goes. But I am back on Snowfall. Who don't care about a sex tape? Mm-hmm. Uh, FX. <laughs> are you, I'm, are you I'm getting ahead of a sex tape, I'm a, I'm a murderer on that. Nah, I've been, wow. I've been getting ahead of sex tape since <laughs> when I fall asleep and your girl got your phone. I'll be like, look, this is what might happen. I don't know what this bitch sent herself. But, yeah. You're right, though. That's why you can't film yourself and save it when you didn't do your best work either. Yeah, but you know what? I'm, I'm I'm great at not having my face exactly in it. So, you know, it could be any stomach. <laughs> Jay Davis. Sex tape coming soon. Caroline. Thank you for joining us. Sex tape is coming soon. Not his best. Not his best. I'm going to drop it on the same day as Duval album. I'm not not playing. I'm going to do the Kanye 50 Cent move on this one. Name your smile, bitch, too. (laughs) My goodness. It's the Breakfast Club in the morning. Pull out. Pull out. Pull out. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nas. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, yet another great investment for Nas. Now, let me give you some backstory before I tell you about this Nas invested company that just got sold, okay? Uh, back in last summer, PillPack, it's a door-to-door pharmacy service that he backed with his uh, venture capital fund, was acquired by Amazon for $1 billion. Now, Amazon also acquired the smart doorbell company Ring that he also invested in, and he made $40 million off that deal. And he also placed investments in companies like Genius, Lyft, and Seat Geek. So Nas has been killing it with his investments. Ever since Hole said smarten up Nas. Nas really smart. <laughs> he was up. like, okay, you wanna see you wanna see my work? Well Viacom has now acquired Pluto TV, which is a Nas invested company as well. 
And they paid $340 million for that. So there's 100 channels and thousands of hours of on-demand content. Uh, sports, movies, news, lifestyle, comedy, cartoons, gaming, trending, digital service, all of that. So yeah, I, another check for Nas. Yeah, you know, when I first saw that headline yesterday, it was on Hollywood Unlocked. Salute to my man Jason Lee. And the headline said, Nas signs to Viacom for $340 million. As somebody that was some been, clickbait. As somebody who's been signed to Viacom, I said, get the F That's out of impossible. here. That's <laughs> <laughs> There's no way in hell. And then I went and saw that it was actually the, the deal, that deal right there. All right. Well, Nas also then posted on social media, I need a wife wife after that news broke. Why you so, need a wife wife? As you can imagine, okay. I wouldn't trust no women. They all went the, crazy when they seen that post. No. All these deals that Nas getting, Nas got all this new money. Who can you trust at this point? Can he thirst trap if he wants to? Oh, please? you're right. Oh, you, that's, what, that's what it was. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all it was. Guy like, said thirst trap You just read about my new, uh, mm-hmm. uh, my new check coming in. You read about all these other companies I've invested in, and I want to send a thirst trap. That's all out. it was. All right, well, the only issue he's having right now is with Khalees. She wants to become a Colombian farmer and wants to take their son she with her to, to Colombia. She wants to be a Colombian farmer. What, what, what is a Colombian farmer? Colombian farmer? A farmer in Colombia. Oh. <laughs> what, do they, what, do they, what do they produce, cocaine? That is absolutely awful for you to say that. It's Colombia. Okay, you don't think that oh, they coffee, have other things like coffee? You're right, right, coffee you're right, beans. You're right. All right, well, he's saying that's a huge <laughs> violation of their custody agreement and all of that. And, of course, he doesn't want his son all the way into Columbia. He says that she's already withdrawn their son, Knight, from his private school in L.A. and is currently homeschooling their kid in Columbia. You can't just do that. No, you can't just do that. That's why you got two parents. All right. You got to make mutual decisions for our kid. And Ludacris has just posted that Fast and Furious 9 is coming. Now, he did a post on his Instagram page. Hashtag F9 April 10th, 2020. So, for all you fans of that franchise, it's coming out on uh, April 10th. All right. And Travis Scott, according to T.I., he believes that Travis Scott's decision to perform at Super Bowl's halftime show is selfish. Here's what he had to say. I think Eric may have, have an opportunity where, you know what I'm saying, he can, he can, he can make a decision for himself or, or he can be selfless. And nobody could tell someone when to be selfless. This ain't something that he wanted to be selfless about. You know, hopefully in the future we'll see other moments where he will. All right, so it's his right. Sometimes you can be selfish. Yeah, and you can look at it the other way, too. It's selfish for people to tell Travis Scott not to perform at the Super Bowl. That's why he said nobody could tell him what to do or what not Mm-mm-mm. to do. It's a sel- He said he feels it's a selfish decision, but oh, yes. it's his own decision. Yes, and, and, and once, once again, it's different paths to liberation. Like, Travis Scott made them donate half a million dollars to Van Jones Dream Corps. Dream Corps is really out there helping people. So why are you mad at Travis Scott? Let everybody do what they got to do, man. It's different ways of liberation. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, um, Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. And also... On Saturday? No, well, no, we'll see you on Monday. Also, <laughs> it's somebody's birthday today. Who? Whose birthday is it? He got a beard. <laughs> He got a beard. He's Latino. Huh. He's Latino. Who could that be? He's sitting next to me. Dramos. Today, Dramos' birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Dramos. Dramos. Happy birthday, Dramos. It's a bad bitch birthday. Ow. Put the mic in his beard real quick. Put the mic in his beard. <laughs> What's up? How are you, Drum? I'm doing well, thank Happy you. Happy Born Day. Whose candle are you blowing out tonight? Let's see, I'm not messing with you. You going to ruin my birthday for me? <laughs> I can't have one day? I'm trying to make your birthday lit. 
No, no, you know, I'm, I'm good. Thank you for having me. That's it. Do you want to blow out his candle, Charlemagne? No. You don't want his beard to catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I know he got some type of creams in there. It's flammable. Happy Born Day, Drum. <laughs> All right. Well, today Drum is the guy that when you look at the YouTube videos and y'all keep saying, damn, Dancing Dan works at the Breakfast Club. <laughs> That's Dramos. That's Dramos. All right. Dancing Dramos. Well, today is also uh, Alicia Keys' birthday. Happy well. Born okay. Day, A. Keys. Happy birthday, A. Keys. So let's get on some A. Keys music and in the mix. And she's the Grammys this year. That's right. Mm -hmm. So happy birthday, A Keys. What up, Swiss? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. And again, shout out to everybody that came out to our 100th episode uh, of our podcast. We did it last night. We took over the whole town, which was amazing for a podcast. Since it was our 100th episode, we only invited 100 people. It was a great turnout. People flew in from Houston, from Chicago, Detroit, Toronto, Florida, California to be part of it. We appreciate you guys. It's such an amazing time. Shout to Naima. Shout to the whole Remy Martin staff. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to the Tao staff. Diz, what's up? We had a, such an incredible time. So shout to all you guys for joining us. And it's a podcast that we do about our relationship. And we talk about everything about our relationship, the good the bad, the ugly, and we just get a chance to talk to people about their relationships, young and old, and we just go back and forth and just gives us a dialogue and we help each other out. So thank you for everybody to come out. Thank you for First Choice, DJ First Choice for DJing. It was such an amazing event. Thank you guys so much. First Choice gets mad because I always tell him he looks, he has like a Jay-Z face. He does. He do got a Jay-Z face. <laughs> he does have a Jay-Z face. He'd he be like, like all right, enough. He definitely he could be a Carter. <laughs> he, he gets busy, though. He definitely gets busy. Mm hmm uh, also, uh, shout to Amanda Seals for stopping through earlier today. I yes. will be watching Amanda Seals. I'll be knowing at 10 p.m. on HBO tomorrow night, even though I was at the actual taping. I want to see how it plays out on television, but we all need to gather around and watch that as a family. Absolutely. See, the thing with Amanda, man, that intrigues me so much is just the fact that it's always surreal to, like, watch your people come up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I mean, I guess you don't really see your own come up but you notice it in other people, you know what I'm saying? And I like to really celebrate my people, so. Yeah, and I know for Amanda, it's been a, a a lot of things that have gone not the way she intended for it to go early on in her career, but she kept it moving, always. That's, that's part of the process, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you, you go through those. I've been fired four times from radio. Like, that happens. Like, that's all part of the story. It makes your book better at the end of the day. It does. That's all. It, it just makes your book and your movie better later on in life, so. Salute to Amanda Seals, man. She deserves everything she's getting right now, and we will be watching I Be Knowing tomorrow night, 10 p.m. on HBO. Okay, and for everybody out in Detroit, I'm coming to Detroit actually right now. I have a mixer uh, that's happening today at Trust, the Detroit Dream Investment Solutions Opportunity uh, Mixer. So all of you people that are involved in real estate in Detroit, I will be out there today. Um, I also have a walkthrough at my property, which is coming along really nicely. So I'm excited. I have three properties in Detroit. And one of them is on the market that I think is about to sell. And then two other ones that I've been working on. But, you know, I love the city of Detroit. And I think there's a lot of opportunity there. And we did this mixer a couple of months ago. And it went so well that we're doing another one. Nice. So if you're in Detroit, come on out to Trust. Okay. All right. Well, Charlamagne, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. You know, I've been giving y'all uh, quotes from the four agreements all week. 
uh, my man Don Miguel Ruiz. I mean, I don't really know him, but he's my man. I was in my like, head. wow, I thought wow. he was friends with Don Miguel Ruiz. He's my man in my head uh, <laughs> because I read so much of his stuff. But uh, this is from the Four Agreements: Express Your Own Divinity. This is from the Always Do Your Best Agreement. You don't need the acceptance of others. You don't need knowledge are great philosophical concepts. You have the right to be you, and you express your own divinity by being alive and by being loving of yourself and others. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 